This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sanchez gets hit, the ball is loose, and it's alive. And then going into the end zone is Steve Gregory. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. And it was the backside of Brandon Moore that knocked the ball out. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Right, here we go, it's 5.02, it's Friday. What's up there, Eddie Scazzeri? Nice to see you, and across from me, his name is Al Riley Dukes. How you be, sir? Uh, good morning, Jerry. So yesterday afternoon, I put this, uh, I go, let me check in on the oh, Mets. Yeah. And I, I checked in on the MLB app. And, well, first I saw a headline that said... Um, Justin Verlander, something, something. And I was like, it looked like whatever the headline was, it was like not good. Okay. And I put it on and I put it on. And the game had just started. And uh, I see a, a highlight video that I could watch right there on the MLB app. Back to back homers. Yes. Correct. Very quick. So then I, I was like, I'm not watching this. <laughs> so I expected much worse when I uh, saw the end of the game. Yes. But it ended at 2 nothing. It ended at 2 nothing because the Met offense is... Now, Eduardo Rodriguez was outstanding, all good, but, I mean, come on, three hit, Three. Three hits. For the game. Correct. And Tommy Pham had a hit in the first inning, or the second inning, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, it was, like, not, it's, it was not a good performance. They get swept by the Tigers. Like, say that again. Swept by the Tigers. This was the series they were supposed to go, as they say, get fat on. This was the get fat series. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, just... Swept by the Tigers. I thought it was nice that the that the the fans that showed up to the game in Detroit were giving a nice nice round of applause they did. for Justin Verlander. Yeah, no, and and unlike when you put the game on on Wednesday, that first part of the doubleheader where it looked like by your own section day, yeah. there were people. Wasn't a big crowd, yeah. but at least behind home plate, it looked good. There were people there. It was a sun splash day in Detroit. And the fans were very nice to him. How do we decide whether we're going to boo someone who used to play here or when we cheer someone who used to play at our stadium? Two things. Yeah. Did they win? Okay. And how did they leave? So he he pitched, I didn't realize this, 13 years. Yeah, he's old. In Detroit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then he went to Houston, right? Right. And then now. So, okay. So he pitched 13 years, long time. Pitched well there. Cy Young's, yeah. And how did he leave there when he... He got traded, I believe. 
So it wasn't like he forced his way out and was no, like, no, this no. city sucks. Right. I, and that is one of those things where, like, fan bases will never forgive you. Yeah. When you're like, get me out of here. Yeah, this like, place stinks. Like, if people stinks. gave a crap about the Nets, you would, th- you would think the next time Kyrie Irving comes in, yes. they're going to boo the crap out of Correct. him. Correct. Um, and I think that will happen. I think. I mean, who the hell knows? Maybe not. Even a guy like Durant, who I, you know I loved. I really did. I loved watching him. But to force your way out and request a trade and just abandon the team, to me, I'd be like, I'd boo him as much as I liked him. And I never noticed this in Justin Verlander, and maybe it's something he's been doing for years and years and years. Maybe I'm paying hyper-focused attention to him because he's a Met now. That jump he does after he throws mm-hmm. a pitch, that's, I guess, I'd, been going on forever. Yeah, I think that's kind of his the hop. Whole, yeah. It looks yeah. bad on a home run. It almost looks like, who is that Met pitcher who used to point to the sky? Oh, um, and he went to the Angels. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Ay, 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 ay. A lefty? No. No, uh, it was a reliever. No, I don't think he was a lefty. Yeah, I don't think he was oh, lefty Come on, either. he went to the Angels right after the Mets, I think. He would do the sky I point. I know. I'm going to Google Mets pitcher sky ah. point. Sky point. Well, a lot I of them do it, right I hope it does. No, do. Doesn't come right up. Damn it, Jerry. I can't think of his name. Steven ah. is telling us Pedro Feliciano? No. No, that's not who it is. But uh, partly because a lot of them do it. It's a it's what a Mets they, they, reliever that went. Fogelman, who's the Mets reliever that went Robles. to? Robles. Yeah, Hansel Robles. That's it. Ah, uh, yes. Robles. Thanks, Mike. Hansel Robles. Yeah. That's it. It reminded me of that. Like when he would uh, give up a home run, he would just point as if it were just like a routine yeah. pop-up. Meantime, it went 450 feet. Yeah, Justin Verlander <laughs> would like throw his pitch, hop. And, <laughs> and, and on the two back, on the back-to-back home runs, it looks ridiculous. Yes, it does. But when you get a nice pitch that someone swings ridiculously at and misses, yeah. and you hop off the mound, it looks cool. It, well, it does look cool. Yeah. When you're successful, a lot looks cool, actually. So, so he, meaning Justin Verlander, looked at that game as a successful uh, return to pitching. Would you agree or disagree? Successful. That's an interesting way to put it. Um, I would like, say. Would you be feeling good after the? Now you're just a Verlander. I, yes. You haven't pitched all season. You give up the back-to-back home runs. You settle in nicely after that. The Mets don't score. Of course, was that a successful pitching? It was solid. Solid. It was successful health-wise. I would say it was a solid first start. At the end of the day, it's still only five innings, about eighty pitches. So I would expect next start for him, they push him to about 90 pitches, and then you're into your hundreds after that. But the fact that I think he came out of it from everything I've read and seen, feeling good, Yeah, it's a solid start. It just would have helped had the Mets scored a damn run or two. So after the, after the back-to-back homers, he only gives up three more hits the rest yeah, of his way. That was it. Five strikeouts, one walk. Yeah. Yeah, I would say it looks pretty good, but it just... The problem is it doesn't compare to what Rodriguez did. Rodriguez went yeah. eight innings... Strikes out nine, and how about this number? 70 out of 101 pitches for strikes. 70. I mean, that's awesome because we see guys that can't find the strike zone and they're 3-2 on every batter. This guy was locked in. Hmm. Pretty good. Now, in the game, uh, Gary Cohen was very angry. Yeah, I didn't pull this yet. I know what you're talking about. Uh, So it was the ninth inning. Yeah. The Mets are down 2 nothing because they can't get anything going. Brandon, My name is John Lynch. I'm a member of the Hi, National John Guard. Lynch. That's probably I, me, Eddie. Sorry. So he <laughs> he winds up on first base, Brandon Nimmo. Yes. Starling Marte is up. 
Now he tries to steal second down two nothing, which makes not much sense. Gary Cohen, first of all, it was hilarious. The throw was so great, he tagged him out right on his head. Like in it was perfect. Oh my god, it was a perfect yeah. throw. So Gary Cohen was very angry that he shouldn't be stealing in that situation. Correct. But they're down to nothing. They've done nothing all day. Understood. Maybe he's trying to, you know, as we know, much easier to score from second than from first. You're not going to bounce into a double play. You're right, except that the guy at the plate is the tying run. And he's a home run hitter. You Well, I mean, Alonzo, when I, when I hear home run hitter, I think Alonzo. That's who I think. Starling Marte, though, is very capable of driving one into the seats. And so if you're you're down two runs yeah. and you've got Marte up, it's probably the smarter thing not to make the second out at second base. Because in, in essence, your run doesn't mean anything. Like, without the run behind you, your run means nothing. Especially Now, you want to tell me it's the eighth inning and you're trying to just get something going? The problem is it's the ninth inning. It's your last turn at bat. You're down two runs, and the guy at the plate's the tying run. Okay, so what are you? Where are you going? And I think that Detroit catcher who threw him out is the one of one of the guys that the Mets gave up in the trade for Verlander. He was somehow in the mix for the Ver, in the Verlander okay. trade. I don't know if he, you know, was with, I don't even remember that deal. Obviously, I wouldn't remember that. Jake Rogers, yeah, is that he his was, name. I didn't know he was part of that trade. And they said he's the only guy. Currently on the team that was part of that trade. Wow. Okay. But there he is throwing Brandon Nimmo out right on his head. Sure did. Sure did. How that about, was awesome. This is funny because we talk about the Yankees and the injuries and like so many, like who are these guys? You had yesterday, this, I guess they just signed him. I'm not even sure. This Dominic Leon. He's on the Mets? Yeah, he pitched. <laughs> he pitched yesterday. And then in, in the middle, and we've seen him a little bit, but this Jeff Brigham. Like, who are these guys? Isn't it amazing? Yeah, I don't know. Who 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 are these people? Who are these people? Yeah. Who are these people? I almost felt like, no joke, Major League, when the guys are in the crowd, who are these effing guys? When we're not in the crowd, when they're taking the different screenshots from all the people reading the preview of the season, I never heard of these guys. Yeah, who, who are these people? You still have names in there. I'm not saying you don't, but, I mean, in between uh, Smith and Verlander are these two guys, like, uh, okay, and they didn't pitch badly, but... Ugh, it's, you don't realize they're they're fit, they're sixteen and sixteen right now. There are five hundred teams. The Mets are yes. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or twenty four seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know, we talk uh, a lot of times on the podcast how I have uh, buyer's remorse no matter what I purchase, Jerry. Yes. Like almost everything I purchase, I will have some period at least that I regret my purchase. For sure. A lot of times that regret will hang with me forever. Mm-hmm. But there are times when I make a purchase. Oh, oh, every time there's some sort of window in there, I was like, mm, should I have bought that? Blah, blah, blah. This is what Steve Cohen's got to be. I agree. He's got to be buyer's remorse in his face off right he's now. He's spending $350 million on payroll, and they're very average. And right now they're bad. Yeah. Right now they're not playing well at all. They're not hitting. They're bo- This is the worst thing. You- I always say this about teams in baseball. 
if you're going to lose, that you can't be boring. You can't be the boring. The Mets right now are boring. You hear that, Mets? They they're are. Boring. I mean, would you disagree? No, they're, they're boring. They don't get any hits. They don't, they don't nothing. score runs. And this is where divisions are funny. So you look at the Yankees. The Yankees are 17 and 15. They're not, they haven't played great, but they are still two games over 500. They are nine games out in the American League East. Yeah. You've got a team in the Twins that are 18 and 14 in first place in the Central. And the Mets, who I just mentioned, are 16 and 16. They are six out, but that ain't nine out. And they're playing in the NL East behind the Braves. Now, good news, Jerry. The Rockies come to town, and I just well, took good a... Good news what? They just lost three games to the uh, the uh, Tigers. I just took a gander at the MLB standings. Yes. And it says here the Colorado Rockies are 12-20. and 20. Okay. You know what the Tigers were before their series with the Mets? Mm, no. They were 10-17. and 17. Oh. Now they're 13-17. and 17. Oh, I see. You got to go out and win. It doesn't matter who you. That's why we do this all the time with the. That's going to be a win. Look at this There's stretch. A win. Sometimes you play up and down to your competition, and all that crap flies right out the window. It does fly right out the window. It does. So we got Kodai Sanga tonight, Jerry. He's been steady, 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 but not. But if the Mets don't score, it doesn't matter. That's true. And they're facing a fellow named Antonio Senzatella. Did I nail that? So, I mean, it's close. Fair. That's fine. Pretty close, Jerry. I, w- I will give you a pass on that. All one. right. All right. So this is going to go out to Stanley Field. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not. This is a get right series. Uh, they're getting fat. That's what yeah, you called well, it no, earlier. They got fat, all right, but they didn't win this, uh, this week. They got to do it this weekend now. They're going to get fat. Holy cow. What other pitchers we got for the Mets this weekend? Because I remember uh, in the game we were talking about the other day. About screwing up the rotation. Joey Lucchese had to come out of the game because uh, they didn't have an idea for a pitcher. All right, so we got Kodai Sanga today. Then tomorrow we got Tyler Tyler McGill. McGill, Right. Peterson was sent down to the minors, correct? Correct. Yes, he was. And Sunday we got a a TBD situation. Right, because they haven't figured that out (laughs) yet. Oh, my gosh. The Rockies know what they're doing. I'm looking at all their starting (laughs) pitchers. They're lined they've up got it, beautifully. They've got it all figured out. My Not God. the Mets. It's funny. Hmm. Be an interesting weekend at the City Field. I'm I'm very curious to see them coming back from this series. What the crowds are like. That's a that is an excellent point, Jerry. Because the weather is not not terrible this weekend, but it ain't great. I think Saturday is going to be decent. I think Saturday is going to be in the 60s, and Sunday is going to be nice. Tonight, I'm not sure about. I am really interested to see because people were. You know, very into the Mets when the season began. Right yes. now, it feels like there's a malaise hanging over this team. Right, they even went out on the West Coast, where I hate the and West Coast. Played trips. great, played great. But you know where it started though? The Saturday and Sunday losses to the Giants. Their last uh, two Those games. Last on the West two, Coast. yeah. Right, they were seven and one Correct. on that. And they have trip. not been right since they lost those two games to the Giants. So good trip, poor ending, and they just haven't done much since. Real quick, before we take a break, I thought this was fascinating because you and I had this conversation a few days ago. I, I think it was maybe even yesterday when we were talking about Gerard Gallant being surprised. Yes. Okay. Did you see who got fired yesterday? Uh, NBA? Yes. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks coach. Yes. Whose name I don't so know. So Mike Budenholzer gets Budenholzer. fired yesterday. Yeah. Why? They just won an NBA championship two years ago. Their first in 50 years. And the Bucks fired him because of their first round exit. 
What was interesting, though, in the article, because, again, you know it when you think about it, but sometimes it's just not right there. How about this? We were talking about the short shelf life of an NHL coach, an NBA coach, and the fact that Gallant was surprised that maybe they could let him go. <laughs> How about the last couple of last couple of years? So the 2021 NBA champion head coach fired only two years later after not having one in 50 years. Wow. Nick Nurse won a championship with the Raptors only in 2019. Yeah, he's he's gone. He's been gone. Fired. Frank Vogel, I know it was a bubble, but Frank Vogel wins the championship with the Lakers in 2020. He's gone. And now this guy is gone two years after doing what he did. I remember when the Red Sox won the um won the World Series with um with Terry Francona. And I remember saying, My God. This guy should have a statue built, and he should manage this team until he dies for what he did with the Red Sox. And he was let go after winning a couple times. Yeah, it's almost like that. Yeah, I was going to say you said after a couple times. It's almost like they don't believe they're going to do it a second time. So it's like, move on, get somebody else. But All right, but how about this? If the Mets won a World Series this year, they haven't won since 1986. It is now, let's see, 23, 14, 37 years since the Mets have won a World Series. Yeah. If Buck Showalter and the Mets win a World Series this year, I wouldn't give a crap what went on the next couple of years. I'm not firing him because here's what I know. He knows how to manage and he won. It's the guys on the field that aren't doing it. He's not the problem. I don't know. That It's fascinating to me. Yeah, I did see that. Milwaukee, I was like, hmm. So do you think the people in Milwaukee were, like, sports radio Milwaukee, are those dudes doing shows going, I can't believe they've I don't know. My guess is, is, all right, so I'll take you back to when the Bucks played the Nets. And going into that series, I do remember there was conversation about letting go of Budenholzer at that point because I guess they thought that they were underachieving. And then they go on and win the NBA championship. And so all those went out the window. I think he's got, like, two or three years left on a contract extension as well. So I don't know. Maybe they don't like him. They watch him every day. But they were clearly good enough to win once. Like, would you be surprised if Gerard Gallant got fired? No. You wouldn't? I would. Would I fire him? No. He had that team playing terrific hockey. They made some moves to try and take the go to the next level. It didn't work. I'm not firing. I, w- I wouldn't. I understand why they might. I wouldn't do it. I think I was reading the, I think it was the Larry Brooks column in the New York Post. Ooh, can you isolate that, Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> and he was saying that uh, that uh, the reason that people are asking about Gerard Gallant is because the Rangers haven't come out to, I guess, say they're not firing him. Right. They haven't do said have anything yet. you to do that? Well, I, that's what I said to Boomer. I'm like, is there a thought that they're going to let him go? And he's like, well, Chris Drury's not going to make the decision overnight. They're going to... Think about the direction of the franchise. Plus, they got cap issues, so they got to figure it out. But they have not. Chris Drury, unless he spoke yesterday, and I didn't see it, has not had an end of season press conference yet. But Gallant did, and his players yeah. did. So, all right, five nineteen. Nice start to the show. We've got uh, Boomer and Geo coming up at six. Lots to get to here on the fan.